Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode on the Passive Buddies podcast. Today, as you can, I was going to say, as you can see, but this is going to be an audio, so I'm not going to. Um, we have a great affiliate marketer who generates passive income all day and long through his marketing efforts and obviously gets paid for promoting other people's products. He does have a couple of other passive income streams that we will dive into. Um, but today, guys, we have Ben Poulter. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. Thank you for coming on, bud. Not a problem, man. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, well, I think we clearly know how that is because we've yes. literally just spent the last hour talking instead of recording. Time flies when you're having fun, eh? Oh, yeah, most definitely, <laughs> mate. So at least we can, we should have recorded, obviously, as you said. Yeah, half our conversation and stuff, but now we, now we can take out the cuss words. Yeah, <laughs> to be fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, it's going on podcast. Yeah, I don't think I can swear. I said yeah, there was no well, they, they limit it sometimes on podcasts. If you say it's explicit in it, you've yeah. got to tick a box. So I always try not to. Uh, yeah. Just go beep instead of swearing. <laughs> I'll have to let me edit it now. Um, yeah. So thank you for coming on board, mate. Obviously, I know I've interviewed you in the past for a different show with a yeah. different angle. Um, so I appreciate coming on, mate. And I know you were an electrician in the past, obviously. Yeah. What attracted you to coming online and, and making passive income online? Right. Well, basically, as an uh, as, as electrician, you go out there and I found that like every job I did was fantastic sort of thing. You do someone's kitchen or you rewire their house and you get paid. And that's it. You, you, you can't, you, you don't make any more money out of it. So what attracted me to online was the, the idea of evergreen content, like a YouTube channel or podcast or even blogs. It's evergreen. Say you put a, a year's worth of effort into building a blog. Well, that's on there forever. Like you say, and it can generate a passive income the more and more people find it valuable. And then this is the thing, you can build it over time. You, well, you start at a penny and you can, well, it's sky's a limit at the end of the day. It depends how much you work into it, how, how much effort you put into it. So this is what really attracted me to the world of online rather than my nine to five job previously. And I think that's, it's good that you've identified like, there's a little bit of work up front. Like, obviously, as I said on your podcast, like success is a debt paid up front. Like you yes. have to put some work in. Now, when you look at the passive and active scale, like, like sometimes there's a bit of block up front, like block time up front to get what needs to be done. Sometimes there's touch points, whether it's daily, weekly, etc. Like, how did you get past the employer's mentality of put your time in and get paid? Like that complete exchange. Like, whereas now it's, get you put your time in and then get paid later yeah that 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 is definitely a tough one and the thing is i didn't even realize i had that problem i when i first started online i thought yep i'll be working away for a week and i'll get paid well it doesn't work like that because then a lot of people tell you that well a lot of people i spoke to you saying i tried it for a year it didn't work but you've done all that content for a year and you've sort of give up on it you're wiping it away and you shouldn't should do that you've got a understand that like say say if i was an electrician I, I worked hard for well i did for 20 years to so say i earned 60 grand a year and that's all i earned 60 grand a year 60 grand a year 60 grand a year if i wanted to wanted to earn any more money i had to go and employ people so that's more work more stress so this is why i didn't go down that avenue but online so the, the content you got out there like maybe you do one youtube video 
or say you do 10 YouTube videos, you've got them on there, they're on there forever. So you continue to add that content to your maybe your channel and it gets bigger and better. And the great thing about that is that when people eventually come across and find you or discover you, or you recommend it to someone maybe about, oh, I did a video on passive buddies, something like that, and they can go and see it and they think, oh, I want to find out a bit more about this guy. And they can find out a little bit more about you before they even talk to you. So I've had people come across and basically tell me about my past in my history, like saying, oh yeah, when you used to be an electrician, oh, right, relate to that, when you did this, I thought, now where did I put that story? <laughs> it's quite <laughs> funny thinking people know you before you, you've even spoke to them. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I, I had that the other day where this, um, someone come up to me and he was like, that post about being a dad, because I think my face was covered in paint or whatever. Like, yeah, the, kids, the kids have completely abused me, as usual. <laughs> um, and they were like, oh, that, that post really hit home. It's like, I love how you get to spend time with your kids. And, Real life. Like, yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, I massively take that for granted, like, because I am at home all the time. Like, I have been so non-negotiable with my time. It's like, you can't get me these hours. Um, but you realise, like, by telling those stories and by like letting people into your life, you're affecting other people. Who's like the guy who came out to me with his like, um, he works nights, like he's yeah. like so he's always tired in the morning. Pretty so. resonated with you a bit, thinking, well, I, I just want kids to be able to sit and draw on my face. It's a silly, stupid little thing, maybe, yeah. but it, it's life. And like you say, you remember that forever, and your kids will as well. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Do you remember it every other day when they want to try it again? <laughs> yeah, you want to make it look prettier this time, Dad. Oh yeah. I've got like I've got another photo that I need to upload. That's basically a similar scenario where I'm just I'm yeah. covered in something. And, <laughs> and it, it, it's funny because I remember when I was younger, and you'd have a few drinks with your mates and fall asleep, and they'd colour you in with a black marker pen. And then you get older and your kids do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so constantly now, it's happening all the time. <laughs> yeah, but you just can't seem to get away. <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, it's, it's still fun, whatever age you are, colouring in someone's face. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you, like, obviously, when people come up to you and are like, like, at what point did you know that your content was working to generate you passive income? Well, it took... I'd say around a year for me to realize that the content that I have and, and speaking to people and then they, they're telling me something they learned about my, myself on the podcast, maybe about my opinion of something. I've teached there's one called teaching a dog, an old teaching an old dog, new tricks, which is something that I talked about on the podcast and someone resonated with that. And I spoke to him about, it. I think, Oh yeah, I, I spoke about that maybe a year ago. So then you sort of realize that that content works because then you speak to that person and then you tell him what you're doing now. And oh, back then when I was earning this much or I was doing this with this program, and then you tell him where you are now or how much you've learned. And I think because you're learning all the time, you don't necessarily understand how much you're learning and how, how much maybe your life's changing because it changes slow, doesn't it? Things don't happen tomorrow or like just happen straight away. So you, you don't realise, but when you speak to people that were maybe in your position years ago, well, yeah, I'm, I work in a, in a factory and I do this, and I think flipping out, I would, I wouldn't, no, not being derogatory sort of thing to it, but I wouldn't work in a factory for that much, mate, not a chance. I could, I could walk the dog and earn more than that. Like, and people, <laughs> the, the, the opportunities are out there for other people to do it, but it's like you say, it's not easy, and 
but it's it is fun. I say it's not fun, but it is fun if you do something that's fun, like jabbering away. Look at me now. I can't shut up. This is why I podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why we spoke for an hour before. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is the thing. I like, I like talking. But it's something fun. And as you say, like obviously the passion that comes out, especially when me and you get together, um, like it, it shows like you don't have to hate how you earn your money. No. Like you, you really, really don't. Like sometimes, like some days it can be stressful. Things aren't going the way it takes. But if you you took and something you mentioned beforehand is you took the approach of like this just isn't a side hustle. This will be a business, mm-hmm. and setting up and running a business is completely different mentality wise. To setting up and running a side hustle, the side hustle will give you will give you a spike of income, maybe, yeah. but the business will save you for a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, that's another little thing I think I struggled with at first. So looking at because obviously I started it off whilst I was still an electrician, and I just treated it as maybe oh I'll do a blog here or I'll do a podcast there, and treating it as a side hustle. You've got to turn it around to treat it as a business, and you're not there to sort of just show yourself you've got to adapt in a way to marketing and find out what your audience want to hear because you, you could sit there and talk about i don't know i suppose I, I do talk about motorbikes quite a bit but um it's irrelevant it, that's just part of my life but then you've got to adapt it to how it would maybe help someone else in their life and then what what your business is aiming to be what the what progress in the future yeah that. that makes sense and obviously like as you say like taking your passions and obviously so I can imagine um, in terms of your, because of your passions and different things, you're able to attract and talk to similar people, obviously in trades, who like motorbikes, who are like, they basically go to the motorbikes just to get a, a relief from their job or like yeah. they, they come home every day to see Ben's walking the dog and like chilling out. He's got his feet up and he's like, I'm like oh, I want a bit of that. Yeah. How, do you find that people are easily relating to you now? Yeah, definitely. Well, the, the thing is, a lot of the time, like a lot of my friends say that you don't do anything, Ben. You're always like maybe doing because I put like things what I do, like I go out and I, I walk around a lake and I talked about mindset, and my friends found it on YouTube and they ripped the mic. And this is what guys do. What are you talk about mindset for? But then the think think about it later on and go, well, hang about, it. yeah, I relate to a little bit of that. And they will say, you do you do nothing, Ben. Like you you sit at home and do nothing all day, so you can go and do motocross when you want. I said, well, I do do things. I, I do things all day, but I can choose when I want. Say, like, I, if someone phoned me up now and said, oh, do you want to go out, out for the afternoon? I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I can pause what I'm doing. I haven't. I, the, the thing is, well, online, you're open 24-7. But if someone needs something or needs to get to know you maybe a little bit, I want to find something out. There's so much like content you've got out there where they can like a, a storytelling or maybe Facebook groups or some sort of training on there and they can ask you a question and they don't expect an answer straight away. And this is what I like. You haven't got to be there 24-7 with your business. It sort of does run on auto, passive, like you say. Yeah, it, it massive it really helps. And it, it, you know what? we were all, <laughs> we, we were talking about this when we literally before it was like how like our missus will sit there and go, you do saddle, you do saddle. Why isn't it? I was like, actually, we do a little bit of work just because yeah. we go out and we like, like we chose our lifestyle specifically because we built our we built our business around our lifestyle and not yeah, our lifestyle exactly. around our business. Yeah, and this is this is the thing sort of thing. When you, I suppose you, you think about it yourself though as well. Like when someone asks you, you didn't do nothing all day, and you say, oh, I do do a little bit of work, but really you think I do a lot of work. I've done done this. I've 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 done some training of myself. I've educated myself, 
on something and then put it into my own words for my audience to to learn as well. So you you have done quite a lot, but because you see it as you enjoy it, you maybe think, well, I haven't done much today. I I always used to think that as well. I've got like a whiteboard behind me with a thousand things that I am. that I want to get done, I've got ideas and stuff like that. So I, I basically write them down or tick them off as I go along. So I can turn around at the end of the day and go, right, this is what I've done today. This is, so I can physically see what I've done because all these tasks that you do, sometimes you think, well, I, well, I haven't really done much because you enjoy doing them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take a picture and send it to missus. See, I work. Yeah, check I've not put ticks. the dishes in. <laughs> <laughs> this is my to-do list and this was just today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so how did you obviously because we we talk very open and honestly like passive income is a thing but obviously active like active takes takes the start it off like yeah. at what point did you see a swing in the pendulum towards more passive than active um basically when i made a dollar i always remember the first dollar i made where it just it come from nowhere and I was like, wait about. So someone's read something that I've a post or a blog that I've written, and a dollar come along. And I thought, wait about this. This is good. Like I didn't didn't know the person. It just I got this commission from a Stripe account. It's through the one funnel away. One of them. Um, what was it? Traffic secrets. I think someone brought from a blog that I wrote about. Right. And then, so I've I've, I've realised that you you can't you, you can't just go out there and do it like the podcast. I was doing that for a year before I realised you could monetize it. I didn't know you could do that. You don't you don't know what you don't know, do you? Yeah. So I maybe watched a YouTube video, looked into that, and thought, yeah, well, you can. It's not exactly putting ads in the middle of your content. Maybe it was just at the beginning talking about anchor and being on a podcast, and then it sort of it it gradually goes up, and you think, hang on, this is good. So then on YouTube, I've got another YouTube channel where I put all the videos on where I go motocross with the lads just so they can see them because you can't send them over text uh, or whatever so it's too big a file and then well last year i think it is that got monetized as well so then and i make sort of like money from that from that youtube channel and the thing is you can't turn it off <laughs> that's well i suppose you could delete it all but you can't you can't stop it if you wanted to so it's i think it's brilliant <laughs> that's what i really enjoy then then you can see like these pennies they make pounds pounds make hundreds and dollars but the thing is it does get to you thinking like what what can i buy because <laughs> this because in a way this was free so if that bike costs this much then this is what you got i, I tried uh, I, but i did that for the first couple of years sort of thing i learned a good amount of money and think right i've earned this money went out and spent it and took my time off to go wherever and do whatever i wanted because i had money and then thinking it had run on auto but I did, this is from the beginning. So this is why I needed to, like, I didn't have as much content out there. I didn't have, my popular, my podcasts weren't as popular. So I, it didn't run an auto. It didn't bring in more money. So I had to, I come back thinking, I did it twice, to be honest. It was it was hard, like, to, to get my head around the thing, hang about. So I've got, you've got to get your brand out there, get it built, and then it sort of runs an auto. And now it does run an auto, sort of there. I could go away and still get an, an income. But... It's sort of you want to do better and do more, don't you? Like this is the thing. And once you once you you got a habit of doing podcasts and chatting away and doing videos, you enjoy it. So it is like you say, it's part of, part of your routine in a way, part of the habit. Yeah, and do you know what I mean? Like I remember when you're talking about well, you've done a couple of blogs or, or whatever, and you got like that commission. Like I remember I've done a couple of YouTube videos and 
I hadn't had time to do YouTube videos for about three weeks. And it's just got like a little ping at my emails. What's this? It's like you've got you've got a permission from one of the softwares you promote one. I was like, it was right Sonic, one of the right Sonic ones. Yeah. I was like, I've not posted a video in three weeks. I was like, but I made money. So like, what? Yeah, this like, is the thing. Cold, it, cold, it, makes, it makes it a little penny drop, did not it? And you're thinking, oh, this is good. It work. This is works. And this is what you want to do. And you think if you can make a penny, you can make a pound. It's, it's, it's how it progresses up. Oh, I think that's, oh, that's oh. The, the best thing about it. It makes you realise that, hang about, this, this can be possible. This is yeah, the thing. And this 100%. works for me. And for yeah. me as well. Like, yeah, because you see all these other people that are maybe earning thousands and millions but obviously they started somewhere where they earned a dollar first this is how it works i don't i haven't met a lot of people that said yeah my first commission was 100 grand well yeah you can't even even in a, in a normal business a sales business if someone's selling maybe i don't know a million pound house well i suppose they do get 100 grand commissions but you don't get that from your first house you can't walk out there and say i can advertise this 10 million pound mansion you know nothing about it. You've got to be trained in that aspect, and you've got to start at the bottom. Yeah, you've got, you've got to build up, haven't you? And it's having yeah. that like, like again, that discipline to be. You are. It's gonna. It's a long term thing. Anyone who gets yeah. into business for short term gains may as well just stop, because it's if you're thinking short term, you'll never build. Like people build businesses. Like if you take it offline and go offline, people build businesses. To last a lifetime. Why should online be any different? This, 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 this is something I, I struggled with to start with as well. When I soon go online, I bought this course and I'll be a millionaire next week. And you got to think, well, it doesn't work like that. Hang about, how did I become an electrician? Well, I did um, I did a year where I was an electrician's mate, I four years at college, and I didn't start my business till a couple of years, my own business till a couple of years after that. So that's six years. And I earned 60 grand a year. Hang about, you've got, yeah, and, and how much did I invest in tools, in training, in getting to and from college? Like, you've got to relate it to that in a way, I think. You, you've got to put the time and effort in. And in a lot of the time, you've got to put the investment of money in as well to gain it, because right, in the, in any world, any country, money makes money. It's how it works. Yeah. And do you know what, mate? Like, people who moan about, oh, like, if I, like, to invest in a course and stuff like that, I shouldn't have to invest. Like, you should just give me the knowledge. I was like, hang on. Who pays for school? Well, your taxes do. Who pays mm-hmm. for uni? Well, you and student loans do. So, or even like mainstream. In round, it's a roundabout circle somewhere, you pay for it. It's yeah. how it works. It definitely. You literally pay for it. So, like, why should online be any different? Just because we don't have the government schemes to back us. Like, yeah. Because we're actually trying to teach you stuff that government will not. I was yeah. like, so of course I'm not going to back us. Like, people have to pay for education. Teachers cost money. This is how, it, how the world works. You pay for what you get, don't you? And yeah. you get a free. Like I've said, I've, I've met people that have. I'm an electrician. How long have you been an electrician for? Six months. So what did you get your flipping qualification off a Kellogg's cornflake box? Like, and then they did because they're rubbish. And you think, <laughs> oh my god, you cannot work in someone's house with the knowledge you've got. You kill them. And this is what this is what the people. A lot of people assume maybe they come online and they do this course for six months. And they think, yeah, I'm going to be earning as much as Russell Brunson does. It doesn't work like that, mate. He's, he's without a doubt, I can guarantee you, he's been through the trenches to get to where he is today. But yeah. he didn't give up. He went through the trenches. He, he did all the hard bits. He all the challenges that he come up against, he got over them, and obviously shot it out of the park, sort of thing. He's, he's gone fantastic now, and he's carried on with it. Mm. And this is what I think you've got to get that man- mentality in your head of any business is a business. You've got to learn how to do it. And it's the steps that you take to get there, basically. Yeah. 
you're right, mate. Obviously, I'm obviously like for Russell's example, like Russell's been doing this what like 20 years, yeah, man. And, and like, oh, he still he, looks young, didn't he? Jammy get. oh, yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Like, obviously, he, he just looks like he's just so baby faced in him, so jealous. yeah, he says it as well himself, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, like I'm quite lucky. Obviously, I know we're on video at the moment, so I actually look younger than normal, especially with the video. Usually, people are like, oh, you look about 14, I'm only 30, it's horrible. I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah. had hard life. Do you know what I haven't? No. <laughs> But this is the thing that people say, like, bad hard life. Kids are out of doubt. Yeah, well, kids <laughs> take yeah, out, you're out of doubt. Um, oh, yeah, they, they, they do, mate, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, that's actually an affiliate marketing side. Um, and are you always going to have an affiliate marketing side? Um, I don't know. This is a question that's come to myself, sort of thing, because affiliate marketing, I, I joined a high ticket affiliate marketing program to learn about it, to learn about how affiliate marketing, the bonus side was it, was of it that I could make commissions while I was learning and I could make commissions where if I've got something to recommend people to on the podcast or the YouTube video, I can say, look, do you want to learn a bit more about it? You can go here. And obviously that's, that's an opportunity to earn money. Why is your podcast as well? It's not just the revenue you get from the podcast or the YouTube video. Hmm. You get it from recommending people. Cause if, if, if you didn't have the opportunity there and people would ask you they'd want to know they'd want to find out more because obviously what we're talking about now passive buddies obviously you've got to have a link to your passive buddies group in this podcast because people will want to know people want to find out more if you don't give them that option they'll ask for it this is obvious yeah. so you've got to, that's this is why the obvious part was me was to learn a bit about sales and to learn a bit about affiliate marketing but then i get asked a lot about can you do you do your own course do you coach I'm like, well, I don't, and it might be an option one day, but I haven't really escalated onto that at the moment because of what my plan is. I, I want to stand on a stage. I want to talk to people. I'm a bit of a show off, I suppose. <laughs> so I want to stand up there. I want to talk about like the opportunities of making money online, even passive. You watch one day, I'll come to your neck of the woods and say, hey, this is Brian Mills. Welcome. Welcome onto the stage. <laughs> Something like that, just to, to educate people in the fact that you ain't got to work a nine to five job. You don't have to like, I know it's a good idea to do your best you can whilst you're at school. But then like a lot of people when there's, I've got really bad grades from the GCSEs. <laughs> so did I, <laughs> but I'm all right. Like this is the thing. You don't have to rely too much on them. Install a good work ethics in yourself, but like maybe with, with school and with college, but don't, if you, if you, if you fail at college, it's not the end of the world. Like there's a 12 year old, I always say it, Jojo Bose, there's a young girl, she was 12, she made $12 million. Man, like she was 12 years old. I don't think she'll ever have, she's built her brand, she's built, she had a YouTube video stuff because my niece bought every single bow she bought out. And she's never, she's never going to have to like work in McDonald's, is she? And stuff like that. Well, well like, you never know, some people do burn through their money. Mm. But um, then, that's the opportunities that are out there. And there's so many young people, I think, doing this online there was another little young lad in london and he's done so well with nfts he made four hundred thousand dollars what the hell like you're a young lad i wish i've not made that in well i think he made it in like six months while he did this project on nfts i've never done that in six months four hundred thousand dollars it's amazing so just to open people's eyes to the opportunities online but it will take hard and to maybe like youngsters to do something now like to just educate themselves, get stuck into something, stuck into NFTs, stuck into the main YouTube channel. To start something now for when they're older, they're not going to be 
they're going to have more options. Even if they decide to become a hairdresser, become an electrician, they might say, well, I've got this hobby that I do that makes me more than an, I'm an electrician. So just give people more options because I know so many people that are in their nine to five job and they hate it, but they're used to the income or I've got, I've got a mortgage on this house or I've got these loans. That are, my, my family are accustomed to this lifestyle. So there's no way that I could change my career. Well, I think online marketing is an opportunity for you to do it. If you can just spare, maybe if you, you block off one day and just start educating yourself and thinking, hmm, the opportunities are there. It's it's ridiculous, and as you say, like now more than ever with with crypto, with NFTs, with obviously affiliate marketing, with building yes. a personal brand, like you can get paid off TikTok. You can they're now paying for reels on Instagram. They're now paying yeah. you for up to thirty five grand a month on Instagram for reels. Like yeah. obviously, if you become a, a good creator, right? yeah, YouTube. It's just it's ridiculous, like what you can do online. I know. Well, the thing is, a lot of people think, well, I'm, I need to wait until I get monetized to get paid on YouTube. I need to wait until I get so many followers on Instagram. Not a chance. There's a guy in the village down the road from, not village, it's a town down the road from me. And he's, he, I know his mum. And he said, oh yeah, my son's a um, Instagram influencer. Like, really? So have a look. I've never heard of the guy, but he's got a massive following from, I don't know what he even does. I think he just like wears Adidas trousers. But um, <laughs> by the looks of him, he's a young lad, but he's got a massive following. So then he can monetize on that. So if I said to him, look, I'll give you $100, promote my podcast, it would be like, nice, $100 to a young lad, fantastic. Like, that's the way you can monetize. You don't have to monetize it with that platform. You can monetize it with being an influencer. As well, there's so many options. I think yeah, brand deal sponsorships. It's like it's crazy, isn't it? It's like yeah, you just have to put a little bit of work in it. You just have to like document. You just have to be real. And yeah, being real, especially in a world full of fakes, like it attracts oh, yeah. so much attention. Um, just by being honest, and the opportunities are just crazy. Mm-hmm. What I do want to do is I want to touch on your crypto background because obviously you aren't just an affiliate marketer and you do have crypto um, which obviously is generating you passive income when it goes up Uh and to be fair I think it's at a point now I don't think it's ever going to go as down for you to lose it all I want it to to be honest because it's fantastic when it goes down it's on sale (laughs) (laughs) so talk to me about your crypto journey because it's been a while hasn't it well if in 2017 but I think in 2010, actually, someone said to me, hey, Ben, about this Bitcoin and that. I dismissed it. for whatever, man, because this guy had also invested in other investments that didn't, it went sour. So I thought, I'm not listening to that, which I did. Because in 2017, I met up with some, one of my friends. He, um, he said, I'm starting mining Bitcoin. I said, mining Bitcoin? What the hell are you on about? And he's like, I need an air conditioning unit in my garage. <laughs> I was like, right, okay. These flipping things, these seven grand a piece, little miners, set it all up. So that got me interested. And obviously, my, my, my girlfriend doesn't like me spending. But when you spend money on Bitcoin, it's very sceptical. People, people back in, even back in the day, uh, even today, even like people think eh, it's a scam, it's a con. So I thought, right, uh, yeah, OK, I'll get this um, Coinbase wallet. I put $100, $100 in it. And then it went, it went up to maybe $200. So I thought, this is good. And I thought, $100 is not going to buy me merch <laughs> so i stuck 10 grand in it i thought right 10 grand straight in i'm going for it that's it and then this was a, in august 2017 i think well this was the time where there was a massive boost 
it boosted from three and a half, I think three thousand five hundred pounds in the UK to thirteen thousand dollars. Uh, thirteen thousand pounds. I was in my element. Boom! Yeah, great. It's going to the top. It's going to the top. It kept started coming down. Oh no! So I sold it. I thought, great, I'm out. Like sold it. I've made this much, but I thought it, it gives you the bug. And you think, well, I did put that 10 grand in originally, so I put it back in. <laughs> and then I put it back in. And this is what I keep doing. I, I'm not a trader. I don't go on to finance and trade at all, but I just buy and sell. In my opinion, what goes up must come down. So every time it's at an all-time high, I sell. Not all of it, because I'm scared that it will keep going up. So I, I do not bring it all out. So I, I sell it and then buy it back when it goes down. So I sell it and buy it back when it goes down. And yeah, it's worked out pretty well. <laughs> really well, to be honest. So yeah, this is, um, and yeah, this is with Bitcoin. Then obviously it, it escalates. Because I also got involved in uh, Ethergen. And then, because I, I think it's like this bug, you get involved in crypto. But I, I wanted to think I, I could, I thought I could make money every day with crypto. So, but the thing is, it doesn't go up and down every day. So you don't make a massive amount. Sometimes you can make a pound, sometimes you can make a hundred dollars. So then I started to go into Ethergen and all these other altcoins, which I've, I've bought into them. And like there's Chainlink that made me quite a bit of money as well. There's so many different opportunities out there that you can buy 10,000 of them, uh, 0.000 penny, and then you forget about it for a little while. And you go back to it, maybe, well, I've got like a little alert thing on my phone that will tell me if it goes up <laughs> so I don't miss it. So Because it goes up, it's so volatile with mm. crypto. It can go up and down in the same day. And this is what amazes me. Because if you could sit, if I could sit there on a, a Coinbase wallet all day looking at it, I could buy and sell, I, could, I can make some good money, but it's boring. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to stand there and look at a chart every day. It's not my my sort of forte, like I don't want to look at a, a, a crypto chat every day. Mm. So then that's, this is what I've, I've done with, with the crypto is just I buy and sell it at times. I've got little alerts that will tell me when it goes up and down. And then obviously it escalated into NFTs as well, because on the blockchain there's NFTs. So on Christmas Eve, like this year even, I thought, oh, what am I going to get everyone for Christmas? Like... NFTs. I, I don't want to leave the house because I hate shopping at Christmas. It's so it's busy. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? It is jam-packed. And the thing is, with everything that went on a few years ago, the, the, the shops don't store half as much. Like, sort of, um, what do you call it, like variety. So mm. when I did have a look on there, they're like, well, you haven't got anything. You've got to get it delivered anyway. So I thought, well, what am I going to get? So I bought everyone an NFT in the family. I thought, right, great. And I assumed, because I'm not someone who just goes on and buys them, I did my research for the for the morning, looked on there, and I thought, right, crap, I'm not going to be able to spend $20. I had to spend $250 on each NFT, getting four of them, which was a grand, which was not bad, because I took it out of Bitcoin and things like that, used it. But then I wrapped them all up in a photo. This is out there, so I've got some photos that I've wrapped them all up in, <clears throat> and I give them to the kids. What the hell is this? And the only one that understood was a 14-year-old boy. He said, it's an NFT, because he gets it, because it's a young lad sort of thing. He's interested in it. And they said, what are they worth? And I thought, well, they're only worth £250 sort of thing, but they, they could go up eventually. They might not. They might go up. And I said, we've got to make a deal now. If one goes up, are you going to share it? They, they were a bit dubious about that. <laughs> hmm, what if mine goes up and hers don't? But then they said they'll all share it. But then we looked on. The um, the website what the, the floor price has gone up because I 
geeked out on it a little bit, so I know a little bit about it. They doubled in money by um, Christmas Eve. No, no, Boxing Day, sorry. Nice. Oh, this is great. The thing is, I'll be honest, they haven't gone up any further from then. So I think that the Christmas push must have pushed them up so I could sell them now for double what they bought them for. But I haven't told the kids that because they'll definitely want to sell them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I want to see an asset for the future. Yeah, wait till next Christmas and it'll double again. Well, exactly, yeah. This is the thing, because I don't know if you sell floor, have you got one of them boards in your house where, <clears throat> like, what are they called? Like, you, a want board, something you aspire to have, like a, you put a nice car on there or... Oh, like a vision board. Vision board, sorry, that's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, young Tom, or we've got a young lad, Tom, he's 14, he always puts things on there, like, I want this certain mountain bike, I want this computer. He's the only one that gets what he wants. He, uh, for some reason... He, he does jobs for jobs around the house. He does jobs for his granddad. He collects his money. All of a sudden, he comes, I've got that £300 I needed. Oh, Tom, you are good. <laughs> and he gets this bike that he wants. Or he, he, at the time, he, he needs to save up £500. But then, it, oh, he's on sale for three. I'll get it now. Because he's waited for so long. And then in the end, he didn't want to buy this made computer because he's into his gaming. Mm. So now he's bought all the components. It's just... Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be something one day that young lad. I so have you got anyway. like if you've got vision boards around the house with it like for the kids? No, we just got one in the kitchen. So we all one. put something on it. Oh. Mine and mine are quite extravagant. <laughs> <laughs> I've like got a yacht on there or because what I like I like to uh, like certain bikes hmm. and we've got two houses on there because my girlfriend wants a one sort of house and I like this other sort. Oh, I want a bit of a rundown, I want a bit of a yard. Because like, I like me outside crap, and then we can have puppies, and I don't know what we want, but this is what I we have different sort of styles of houses. But she says that all she wants is a big island in the kitchen. Like, okay, you can have that. It'll just be a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we've been negotiating on that. There is a few properties we've looked at and stuff, but I'm skeptical at the minute about the house prices in the UK. So, we're just keeping our eye. Mm. Sort of thing. So, yeah, it's, it's I absolutely love that. I love, I love the fact that you've got a vision board for everyone. It's like, so it's like, do the girls ever put anything on? Yeah, well, they put some things on. They put silly things on, like um, Ollie Murs tickets, and, and they're not silly, I suppose. <laughs> but they did get Ollie Murs ticket. But his concert's been put off, put off, put off, and they're yeah. Justin Bieber ones. And my daughter, my oldest daughter Abby, yeah, she'll put a car on. And she'll think, well, I got that car. Like, say she gets a like a Volkswagen Golf. I got that car. So if I put this one on, I bet I'll get I'll, bet I'll get this one as well. So she has to go for an Audi A1, a brand new one. Well, like, hang about, Ab. Like, <laughs> you got to think now. Like, you, you, you fair fair play to them though. They aim high. Like, they're my kids. They bloody do. They they aim very high. It's because because Tom, I think, gets what he wants. But the thing, he, he doesn't put it out of reach too much. It's acquirable what he what he wants, and he he knows what he's aiming for. He hasn't yeah. got a license. It's only 14. The girls now, they're getting into cars and they, well, Abby wants these trainers. 350 quid she spent on them. It was her first wage check. Oh, I thought, oh well, it's your money. It's good. Dad, do you reckon I should? I said, it's up to you. It's your money. But you've, you've got to learn these lessons, haven't you, when you're younger? How yeah. much do you spend money on crazy things? Uh, 350 quid on trainers, it's ridiculous. I can't remember the brand of them they were, but oh, yeah, probably some she's... stupid name as well. Uh, she's like... trying to sell them on eBay now. <laughs> Offer 250. No, someone's offered her 100 quid. Oh. <laughs> but I said, nah, man, just wear them. Like, 
they'll get dirty. I'm like, flipping hell, what, what do you expect your trainers are going to get? They'll get dirty. The girls, the, the girls they, they try to walk where they don't bend their toes. I'm like, you cannot do that because they don't want creases. It winds <laughs> me up. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bend your shoes in half. Because I don't know, it's, they, they, they've got this impression of all these people, I suppose, over the world that they watch and they want to be like them and they want to follow them. And like, they no, work. They do, they do exactly what we do. Like, yes, they build a personal brand. They sell, like... Like, exactly. if you want to be this like is them, what this is what I try and like install into them. Like, look what they're doing and work with it. Like, do do the same, maybe like, as well. And they have got some friends that are doing it, but because I think that it's frowned upon, maybe, or they take their little mick out of them a little bit, going, Oh, she's trying to sell eyelashes, or she's trying to sell this. Yeah, but she's trying, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you're, you're doing nothing, mate. She'll start somewhere, and in 10 years' time, while you're still working in that cake shop. She'll be doing something else. Mm. Like she'll I, own the cake shop that you're working in. <laughs> and it's hard, isn't it? Because like, I remember when I like I started, I, I used to play footy. So like a similar situation where, like when you win some little cross. It's like I go to footy, oh, here's the high ticket closer. What are you gonna sell me on today? And you just get the you just get the mick taken out of you, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's that works. And you just gotta own it, haven't you? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, well, okay, when yeah. you're not used to it, because it, it's it's weird to start with, isn't it? Like, like, wow, okay, so I'm trying to better myself. Yeah, so I'm trying to better myself and getting the mix taken out of me. It's like, and actually, you put me on hold. It's stopped me push, pushing out content. Like, it, it does a little bit. It does, yeah. It affects you. So once you realise, like, and do you know how many of those people I speak to now in that in that football team? Not, Go on. Yeah, this yeah. is the thing. Because some people do that. Like, the people that don't want you to advance in life, they'll drag you down to their level because that's where they're comfortable. Yeah, you can't. You can't do this. That's rubbish. Hang about half half the people all over the world that are sub- subscribed to me think it's good so what do you think i'm going to listen to you that i've known all my life that want to drag me down and sit in the pub all weekend or you that this guy's going that's cool man tell me more yeah like this is the thing and you, you, you meet you're putting yourself out there like i did a post about it a little while ago about the little village i grew up in and i went traveling and when i come back the same routine i did fall into the same routine and i think traveling around the world sort of thing it opens your mind up to different cultures that's one of the best things I've ever done, I think, travelling around the world and meeting people all, all over. Yeah, it, it does. Like, go back to the, obviously, the, the negativity that you can get, like, obviously, doing this journey. Like, you, you have to remember, obviously, like, the people who are, you never get criticised by people above you. It's no. always people, mindset and positioning below you that will criticise yeah. So it's a case of like, well, you're above them anyway. Like you're going to progress. They're not like mm-hmm. trying to take it with a pinch of salt. It's hard, but it's it's definitely something that it is sometimes because I think well, maybe I was like it because I'm 40 years old now, and when I first started out, I was 35. Stuck in your ways because you're you've been molded like that, haven't you? From a young age, like yeah. my dad was like, I respect my dad like mad, but there's no freaking way he would do a YouTube channel or a TikTok or or write something out. Like he, he didn't I think like writing. He's not interested. He wouldn't talk to someone over in the other side of the world. He, he was a nightmare. He didn't like foreign people. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing. <laughs> Times are changing. Yeah, most definitely. Like, actually, I sat and watched, like, my dad's built a, like a, a million, million pound business, like right. off, offline. And I've sat there and I've watched like his journey. Like, I think he started in 2013. 
and like the stress and the way like he's ran it and like like he's put himself mm. into the ground more times than I can care to count. And it's like you learn, you go, I love you, obviously great respect for what you've built. Yeah, but I'm not doing it that way. Times are changing, sort of thing. I think there's a lot more opportunities, and that's a, that's the thing. Like I remember saying to my dad, like um, like dad, you you your brother, he's going over to us, he's got we've got an auntie in Australia. Do you want to go over and see your aunt in Australia? Like I said, I'll give you a ticket. Like, go over there, stay for a couple of days. But now it's too hot. What <laughs> <laughs> interesting. He'd rather stay in the UK. Like, no, nah, I want to go there for it. Speak funny. <laughs> no, no, that's definitely not. Proper old school. Like, that's, it's a funny thing. Is It's good to think about it, isn't it? Like, how things are evolved. Like, maybe what your granddad did. And Well, but to be honest with you, when, when I was 20, it wasn't as renowned, this online career. Like, no. And stuff like that. No. eBay was just coming out, maybe. <laughs> what the hell, yeah. Did you say Show, show my age now, mate. <laughs> maybe. I was like, I always remember eBay growing up. <laughs> yeah, I'm better older than you, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's about, what, 10 years? Well, probably how old are you? 30. Yeah, 10 years, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I remember eBay growing up. But as you say, this online world, like, it's... It's massively escalated, doesn't it, in the past mm-hmm. few years? It, it definitely, yeah. Because the amount of opportunities, though, as well, like with with crypto, with even with trading. Like the, the thing is, with everything online, like they say, oh, crypto is a scam. Trading forex is a scam. It's bloody. It's not because there is so many people that have success, and they're, they're, the thing is, there is so many people that lie about the success of it as well. Maybe, <clears throat> but if anything's so popular, there's going to be fakes. How many pairs of uh, fake Bradford ring glasses have you bought on a beach in Tenerife? <laughs> like yeah. loads. <laughs> How many fake night trainers you see? Fake football shirts? Like exactly. Of course, like people try to capitalize on the success of others, so definitely making money by by trying to cheat, and yeah. it, it doesn't work. No, this is why it's so popular, and I think it's growing over time as more and more as well. Because the online the online space for affiliate marketing for marketers basically is growing because. Like when when um, that thing happened last year with COVID and stuff, it all got shut down. Like you got to shut your business. We got told to shut our business, told to shut your restaurant, or you can't go out and work in people's houses. You're like, been out. So what they do? They turn to Uber Eats. How did Uber Eats get on? You, you can't you can't just go go on to, I don't ring them up, say, can you Uber Eats my delivery? You had to get on a website. You had to get promoted. You had to do marketing. This is why the marketing industry is freaking boomed because everyone's thinking. Hang about, I had a taste of that online marketing, like with my restaurant, and it did really well. So I probably just won't open to the public anymore. I haven't got to deal with them. I'm just going to sell online. And then so many people have went to Amazon FBA, and what they do, they've built their brand and they sell quality products online. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, and especially over the last couple of years, what is what has now developed and the, the surge, like in terms of what can be done. What I do like about COVID. Is it's opened people people's eyes to my yeah. nine to five wasn't that secure, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh crap. What, yeah, because like, the, the other way goes around. A lot of people that well, they said, oh, um, you, you can work from home now, and like hang about. This guy's working really well. He's doing two people's work. We'll sack the other one. <laughs> so they're getting they're, they're downsizing their team because they're getting rid of this. This happened a lot in New York. There's a lot of real estate for sale in New York because people have thought, well, they can work from home. We don't need an office. Mm. So they've, they've sent them all home. And then because they work so more efficient at home, they've downsized the team. So then the, and the people that are like, well, hang about, I thought I was a valid member of this team. You're like, yeah, but you're not needed. 
<laughs> See you later. And this is what happens in any business. It's how it works. And I've experienced it myself. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? You're, not, you're definitely not as secure in a nine-to-five as what people will no, like this is what the, the whole opportunity to build something yourself for your own business is a massive advantage. You're right, mate. It, it, it massively is because, as you say, like... If you can't, if you can't control, this is probably my like control. If you can't control your income, your life, then you're in trouble because you're in the hands of other people, and I hate that. This is the thing, yeah. You're in control of what you earn, sort of thing, and obviously. When, when you create things online as well, it's it, like you say, it's evergreen. Like with the YouTube as a fan, and it becomes passive. Yeah. So you can take a holiday off. Like that, a lot of people say, when you when you work for yourself and self-employed, you don't get holiday pay. I like holiday pay. <laughs> oh my God, you hold on to that holiday pay so much. I used to hate it when people, when I used to, I'd be self-employed, I'd be a business electrician. People say, yeah, but I'm employed. I get paid when I go on holiday. I get paid twice as much as you when you're working. What are you on about? <laughs> Like you got, it's 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 hard to change someone's mind if that's how they how they're set set in nature. That's because obviously, literally, I think we covered this on yours as well. Like from three four years old, when you hit hit nursery, especially in this country, that is what you're trained for. You are trained, you are conditioned Molded, yeah. to be an employee. And for people to eventually break out, it like it takes a lot and it's hard and some people never and people some people can't get heads around it yeah you that, can't there's a lot of people can't I definitely a lot of people I speak to by saying yeah but you do nothing you're like well no I don't do nothing this works like this and it, I don't know I think I'll get too much detail because I, I don't when I speak to someone <clears throat> I don't understand what they don't know so I assume that they know as much as me. So I just talk to them like, well, yourself sort of thing. I could talk to you about everything because you do know more than me, maybe, and stuff like that. And it's it's, it's good because they understand you. But when you they get bamboozled a bit, like, I ain't doing that. That sounds too much hard work. But Yeah, the overwhelming is scary. Yeah. It's scary for a lot of people. Mm. No, I get that. So we are coming to the end of the episode, mate. Um, so in terms of if people like because you've got a lot going on you've got a youtube channel you've got a podcast like you've got a facebook group mate you're absolutely crushing it and um, you do well, the thing is you say a lot going on but with very little like, an idea of a youtube uh, uh, maybe a podcast and obviously film it on zoom as well by chatting to people and then turn that content that we that i maybe talked about or or was on there into a blog and then snippets go into the group. So with one bit of content, you can bloody get it everywhere. So it's, I, I suppose, yeah, it's busy, but I don't feel like I am that busy to be honest. I chill out, class. <laughs> I'm a bit laid back. <laughs> I think I'm sure, yeah, like, because of the systems that you've put in place, because you've learned how to repurpose content, yeah. um, make it applicable for the right platform. Because a few people in different platforms could consume differently. Um, and people need to understand that you can't just literally like take this podcast obviously this episode obviously it's recorded video as well mm-hmm. but you couldn't put that on ig ig live and expect it just to like boom like because no. it's a different type of content isn't it? Like, you couldn't put you definitely couldn't put it on tiktok it's too, it's too long well no yeah <laughs> and, it, and it gets too small and stuff so you got to repurpose it with canva <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yeah. what the old boy does yeah he does, it, does it, I, I, I used to hate doing that so now someone else does that. <laughs> so you've built it's a team. the bonus thing. The things that take you time that you're rubbish at, you find someone that's so much better. And they do a 10 times better job. Yeah, it's good to be fair. Yeah, Like, obviously, once this episode finishes, this is going to go over to me, tech guy. Me tech guy's going to edit it for me. 
Like, can you tend to put a bit of hair on my head? Like, give me a shave. <laughs> put your beard on top. Yeah, yeah, that'll be perfect. <laughs> Love it, mate. So, like, if anyone wants to know more about you, obviously, how, like, how you operate, what you do, etc., where would be the best place to find them or find you? The best place would be to go to my Facebook profile because from there you can you can maybe access access inside my group or you can listen to my podcast if you want to hear me jabber some more that would be the best place to go i um i jabber a lot <laughs> onto the podcast the break your change from nine to five podcast there's, there's so much on there sort of thing. there's me talking on my own and there's interviews as well so that'd be the best place to get to know me a little bit maybe from my facebook profile sound okay so in the show notes for guys we'll put the we'll put the link to ben's profile and we'll put the link to May as well just put his link to his podcast in his Facebook cool, group cool. as well. Okay, Ben, thank you so much. Do you like Ben or Benjamin? Like, because you always like. Um, what's your prefer? Ben, really? I think my mum. I think um, Ben. I don't know why I changed it to Benjamin online because it sounded better. I suppose uh, Every, everyone there were so many Bens. So, but yeah, Ben's. <laughs> everyone calls me Ben or my mum. I say Benji. A lot of girls around here call me Benji. Oh, oh, like some some guys call me Benji as well. Yeah, I think it's trying <laughs> trying to be a bit in, um, intimidating to me and that. I get called it a lot at motocross. Benji, here comes Benji. What are we about? Benji's a dog's name to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer to anything, to be honest. <laughs> love it, mate. Thank you so much for coming on today. Obviously, as usual, mate, we've spent a lot of time together and we've loved every minute. So thank you so much. Cool. And guys, obviously, thank you for listening to the episode if you've caught this much. And I will see you on the next episode. I hope you absolutely loved it and took so much value from it that you could go and make a difference in your life, in your finances, in your family's life. If you want to know more and if you want to connect with us on a more personal level, ask some questions, learn step by step how to make passive income online and the marketing strategies behind it, then there is a link to our free group below definitely click that link, join the free Facebook group and let's connect and let's help you to get to your next steps. See you on the next episode, guys.